Let us receive Pastor Keith for the word this morning. I said it in the beginning, but if you weren't with us, I want to encourage you now to go ahead and, and share. Share, 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 share this with your friends and, a, and your family. What an easy way now to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. portion of that song says we exalt thee. Why is that significant? Because the Bible says that he's seeking true worshipers. Those that will worship him in spirit and in truth. And, and, and in a time where churches are closed. Many times it's easy to hide ourselves in the midst of a crowd. And sometimes God is using even these moments to seek out and find the true worshipers. So I ask you even in this moment, wherever you may find yourself, begin to lift up something to God. Tell him how much you love him. Come on, begin to speak to him. He's looking for true worshipers in this season. Those that would worship him in spirit and in truth. You can't hide in your own home. You can't hide on your couch. You can't hide in your bathroom, in your living room. You can't hide so God is seeking true worshipers. So wherever you may find yourself this morning, just lift up something to him. Father, we bless your name. God, you are worthy and worthy to be praised. God, when you find us, find us worshiping. God, when you find us, find us exalting your name. God, when you find us, God, cause us to be found lifting your name on high. God, we want you to find us worshiping. So we worship you now in this moment. No matter where we are, God, we worship you, we exalt you, and we bless your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, give God a hand clap of praise. We worship you. Hallelujah. I want you to take up your Bibles wherever you are. We're going to go to Psalm chapter 46. Psalm chapter 46. This pastor, this is a message to all those who are part of the Way Church family. Um, you can't be with us physically. This pastor mission um, is difficult in this season, and especially as a shepherd, when you're used to touching and embracing the people of God, this is a difficult season of isolation. Um, but even in a time of social distance, we need to use this moment for devotion to the Lord. So in a soon coming day, I can embrace you as your shepherd, but know I love you, know I miss you, know I'm praying for you, and I can't wait because this too shall pass. Amen. I want you to go to Psalm chapter 46, and we're going to be looking at verse number 1 through 2a. Verse number 1 through 2a, Psalm chapter 46. And it reads as thus, I'm reading from the New King James Version of the Bible. The Bible says, God is our refuge and strength. And here's the good news. He's a very present help in trouble. And then verse 2a says, therefore, we will not fear. The Bible declares God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Some version says, in a time of trouble, therefore we will not fear. From this morning, I want to minister from this subject, God's stimulus plan. God's stimulus plan. And if I had a subtitle, I would say it's heaven's relief in the face of recession. So wherever you are, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. 
This week, the American people were informed that help is on the way. If you're taking notes, and everybody should be taking notes this morning, in the comment box, put help is on the way. And this help, by, by way of our government, is in the form of a $2 trillion stimulus plan. The goal, hear this, of a stimulus plan is to prevent a decline in the economy or revive the economy from a place of imminent death. I hope y'all just heard what I said. Whenever the government implements a stimulus plan, it's either to prevent a decline or to revive the economy from a place of imminent death. As in the natural, so it is in the spirit. Whenever God sends our help by way of his stimulus plan, it's to prevent a decline in the body of Christ and revive the body of Christ from a place of imminent spiritual death. I don't know what y'all think this season is all, of a, all about, but I promise you this is revealing that there's a decline in the spiritual body. And watch this, even some of us in the spiritual body need to be revived. So God says, I've got to send my stimulus plan. And I believe this is where we find the body of Christ in need of God's stimulus plan. We need heaven's relief in the midst in the face of a spiritual recession, I want y'all to hear me and hear me good. Why? 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 Somebody may be saying, why, Pastor Keith, why do we need God's spiritual, um, um, God's stimulus plan? Here's why. Because hope in the body of Christ has receded to hysteria. I don't, I don't know what y'all think, but it's more folk running around in hysteria rather than running around in hope. The word, watch this, has receded to worry. Many of us should be dependent upon his word, but we're running around worrying. And faith has receded to fear. Somebody in the comment box put, we're in need of relief. We're in need of relief. Yet as it is with our stimulus plan for our nation Many are asking likewise concerning God's stimulus plan because here's what we asking, y'all. Y'all done heard that the government done signed this legislation, legislation and everybody's saying, what will the stimulus plan entail? We're asking who's eligible for this stimulus plan. And we're wondering when this stimulus plan will be enacted. And many people in the body of Christ are asking themselves, I know God wants to help me, but what does his help look like? I know God wants to help me, but who's eligible for the Lord's help? And I know that God is going to help us, but when will his help come? People are asking these questions in this season, and I believe these are relevant questions. And, 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 and notice this, why are these questions significant? We, I know we're asking these questions, but why are these questions significant? If you ever read the book of Psalms, throughout the book of Psalms, you would see this phrase, how long? If you're putting comments in the comment box, somebody put how long? Throughout the Psalms, you find this in Psalm 13, 1, Psalm 35, 17, Psalm 89, 46. Many believers are asking, how long will we endure these attacks before the Lord answers? That's a legitimate question, y'all. I'm asking myself, how long, God? I, I know that you've called me the shepherd of people, but how long will it be when the, when the seats are empty? I know, God, that you're the, the, the conqueror of all things, but God, how long will we endure this virus? Many of us are asking, how long? As hospital beds continue to fill, we're asking, how long? As hardships continue to mount, there's folk that don't know where the next check will come from. They're asking how long. And as people try to cling to hope, believers are asking how long. How long before we see the help of the Lord? It's a legitimate question, y'all. This morning, I want to answer those questions. That believers might find relief in the face of recession. 
Yet before we examine the text, I, I want to give you these two precursors concerning the help of the Lord. I want you to know the first thing is that God desires to help his children. Put that in the comment box. God desires to help me. This is why 1 Peter 5, 7 says, um, casting all your cares upon him for he cares for you. The Lord does not have to consider your help. He cares for you. You, 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 you got to get that in your spirit, that that's good news. The government, watch this, has to deliberate if they'll send help. They got to deliberate, but the Lord desires to provide my help. I've got to get that in my spirit because watch this. If Trump did not sign that legislation, help would not be on the way. But God says, I ain't got to deliberate. I desire to help my people. So the first thing we got to understand that God desires to help us. And here's the other thing. God's help requires a decision. Y'all got to catch that and catch that real good. It's one thing for God to desire to give me help. But if I don't make a decision to receive his help, I'll always be void of help. This is why throughout scripture, Jesus will ask many, do you want to be healed? If, if, notice this. Jesus desired to set all those that wanted to be free. He had the power to do it, but he still yet had to ask, do you desire to be healed? In other words, your help from the Lord is dependent upon your decision to receive help. The Lord's help must be more of a priority than the government's help. I hope y'all just caught that because many of y'all waiting on a check. Many of y'all waiting for something to hit your bank account and you, have, you put more, more priority on the government's help than God's help. Tell your neighbor, it requires a decision. So I've got to make sure that I, that I understand we can have confidence in God's desire to help us. And when we can make a decision for the Lord to help us, watch this, then the Lord will reveal the details of my help. The reason why many of us don't know what the Lord is doing in this season First of all, you haven't received confidence that the Lord desires to help you. And the second thing is, you have not yet made a decision to receive the help of the Lord. You say that I'm praying to God, but you're putting more emphasis on the news. You say that you desire for God to help you, but you're putting more emphasis on your job to give you hours. Do you put priority in God's decision to give you help? And I want to receive, hear this, let's examine the text so that we can receive revelation on the details of the Lord's relief. Help is on the way, help is on the way. Put that in the comment box, y'all. Help is on the way. Here's what the first portion of, of 46 verse 1 says. It says, God is our refuge. God is our refuge. I want to stop right there. Although the plans of the enemy may manifest, the plans of the enemy will not prosper. Y'all got to hear that. Even though the plans of the enemy may manifest, the plans of the enemy will not prosper. Because hear this, God's stimulus plan provides protection. If you're taking notes, I want you to write that in the comment box. God's stimulus plan provides protection. That's good news, y'all. That means there's no trial, no tragedy, no trap that will harm us because the Lord's help promises to protect us. We got to stop acting like God does not want to provide our protection. This is why, watch this. Proverbs 18.10 declares, the name of the Lord, my wife said this, is a strong tower. The righteous run in and they are saved. Therefore, the question we got to ask ourselves in times of spiritual recession, watch this, is who do we run to? I've got to ask myself that question. It's not that God does not want to protect me. Maybe I'm running to the wrong source. Right? And watch this, because who and what you run to will determine your access to refuge. 
that's good news to me, y'all, that, that, that my refuge is dependent upon who and what I run to. That means, watch this, the reason that many of us don't feel protected in this season is because they ran to the store or you ran to your TV screen rather than running to the strong tower. I, I, I know it's good. Listen, when I get home, I run to the couch. I turn on Bay News 9 because I want to get some updates. But watch this. I start my morning running to the strong tower. Right? I've got to run to the Lord. This is why our foundational text, watch this, begins with God is. Put that in the comment box, God is. Because God and God alone is our relief and our refuge. Somebody say God is. God is. And until we catch that revelation, we'll always be void of his protection. I know, watch this, I know y'all got alarm systems. I, I know that you got mask galore. I know you got gloves and you just, you, you, you just straight in this season. But until you recognize if God don't put his power on them gloves, you'll have no protection. I need, I need the Lord's protection. Consider what the prophet Isaiah said concerning Judah when they stopped running to the Lord and turned to idols in Isaiah 22, verse 8. If you're taking notes, I need you to write that down. I don't want to go too fast. But Isaiah chapter 22, verse 8. Notice what the text says. The text says he removed the protection of Judah. Y'all got to catch this. That means refuge is only reserved to those who run to him. How do I know? Because just as the Lord reserves refuge, he can also remove refuge. Watch this. Y'all got to catch this. This means your, the seed of God does not secure your protection. I don't care if you're the seed of God. That does not secure your protection. What do I mean? Notice this. Judah was God's chosen. Come on, somebody put that in the comment box, that Judah was God's chosen. But even their so-called connection did not secure their protection. Ooh, y'all got to catch that, y'all. Watch this. That means your church attendance does not secure your protection. I don't care what church you go to. I don't care if you go to an apostolic church. I don't care if you holy of holy. I don't care if you got a bishop of all bishops. Your church connection does not secure your protection. And watch this, your title as a clergy does not secure your protection. I know you was just laid hands on. I know you was just ordained by the Lord, but even that does not secure your protection. And watch this, even your claim to Christianity does not secure your protection in this season. Protection, watch this, is reserved for those that cling to him. I, God ain't looking for bishops in this season. God ain't looking for who to go to church X, Y, and Z. God is looking for those, watch this, who run to him. Somebody put that in the comment box. I got to run to him. I got to run to him. Even more, watch this. When we know that God is our refuge, I want y'all to hear me and hear me good, because we got a lot of folk doing this in this season. We don't have to run to him in times of trouble when we have sense enough, watch this, to remain in him. Y'all got to catch that. Watch this. When I know that God is my refuge, I don't run to him in times of trouble. Watch this. I remain in him. All right? Because watch this. We got to allow his presence to cause us to remain to him. Don't allow a pandemic to cause you to run to him. You need to allow his presence to cause you to remain in him. Because if we remain in him, watch this, we'll never find ourselves vulnerable to the attack. All right? This is, this is how you know seasons, folks. You know, mothers of the church, 
that can go through stuff in life, you can be like, y'all know that there, there, there's some folk that's already went through a recession and they ain't running around crazy. My grandma done, done been through a recession. My grandma actually was an immigrant who came to this country with nothing and she had this level of peace over her life because she knew that the Lord was protecting her. How did she know? Because she remained in him. Most folk right now are running to God because of a pandemic, but the reason why I'm not crazy is because I remained in him. We've got to remain in him. Our ability to survive in this season, watch this, is dependent upon your ability to run to the strong tower. Because his stimulus plan, watch this, includes our protection. You might get some money from the government, but that money won't protect you. I've got to receive protection from the Lord. So here, that's the first thing. Now let's look at the second portion of verse 1. It says, and strength. And strength. Let's stop there. Despite what you want to believe, fighting the enemy can produce fatigue. Hear this. When you fight the enemy, don't, I don't care how deep you are, I don't care how long you've been walking with God, it can produce fatigue. And watch this. Waiting on the Lord for help can produce I'll make you to seem, I experience a level of weakness. Uh, Y'all got to catch that. All right. Therefore, it's the Lord's plan, watch this, to provide his power in us. So, so I said the first thing is his stimulus plan includes our protection, but it also includes his power. All right. This is why our foundational text says God is our strength. And hear this, you can't effectively fight the enemy or wait on the Lord void of his power. The reason why many people are struggling in this season is because you're depending on your power and not his power. I, I want to depend on his power. Somebody say in the comment box, we need his power. All right? We will never be able to endure this pandemic void of his power. All right? The only way that I'm going to make it through, the only way we're going to make it through is by way of his power. Because watch this, Matthew 10 and 1 declares, the Lord alone dispenses power. Acts 44 verse 33 declares that the Lord alone demonstrates his power in us. And Ephesians 3.20 declares that the Lord alone causes us to depend on his power. Y'all got to catch that. Catch this. Watch this. It's only him that dispenses power. It's only him that causes his power to be demonstrated in us. And it's only him that causes us to depend on his power. So our prayer in this season must be, Lord, send your power down. Y'all know the song, send your power down, Lord. Send, send your power, Lord. All right? Because we need his power to survive. And hear this, watch this. The, your inability to admit your need, watch this, for strength will negate God's ability to impart power. Y'all got to catch what I just said. Many folk are not receiving God's power in this season because we don't admit that we need his strength. How do I know? Consider Isaiah 40, verse 29. If you're taking notes, we got to put this down. I, I need us to understand God's stimulus plan. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29 says this. He gives power to the weak, and to those who have no might, he increases strength. So hear this. That means pride will keep you from receiving the Lord's power. In this season, it's not a time to operate in pride because we all need his power. What do I mean? Many of y'all act like y'all so deep, like you've been with God so long, like you just know his word so much that you don't need his power. All right? In this season, I, I, I pastor a church. Yes, I, I know that I have some level of titles over my life because folk laid hands on me. But that does not mean that I'm void of needing his power. 
I don't know so much word that I don't get weary. You got too many folks say, I know his word and I don't know. I don't know that much word that I don't get weary. I'm not so saved that I don't need strength in sometimes. I'm not so consumed in prayer. Well, I don't need power. If you operate in pride, you'll be around here saying, oh, I got, I got all the word in me. I, I, I got, I've been saved too long. I, done, I know too much about him to doubt him. Yeah, you know all of that. But you still need strength. You still need power. And you still get weary. And one of the reasons, watch this, this is a word of wisdom. One of the reasons that people have succumbed to this virus, watch this, I read this, is because they failed to reveal their symptoms before it was too late. Here, y'all, y'all, gotta, y'all gotta catch this. Many folk have died, watch this, because they got a little cough, because they got a little temperature, and they said, oh, it's just allergies. And because of pride, I don't want nobody to know that I got this virus. I won't go to receive help from the person who can provide my help. And therefore, watch this, at the signs of spiritual weakness or symptoms in the spirit, I've got to ask God, send your power. When I realize that today is not a good day. And for some of us, today won't be a good day. You're going to wake up tomorrow and you're going to get weary. You're going to wake up one day and you're going to have a sense of fear. But when I realize those symptoms, watch this, I've got to ask God to send power, Lord. Because hear this, uh, the enemy is more likely to win when we are weak. Therefore, we need his power. Put that in the comments. I need his power. Because there are fights, watch this, that will cause fatigue even in the most devout believer. I don't care what you think you done been through. I don't care what you think you've endured. There's some fights that's still going to cause fatigue. I, 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 I love the fact that I get to work from home. But I'm wondering, when's the next time I can take my kids on a slide? It's causing fatigue, y'all. I, I want to know that when my wife's birthday comes along, when's the next time I can take her to a restaurant and feel a sense of security? I get fatigued, y'all. So when I get fatigued, I need God to send his power. All right? And we don't, we don't, and watch this. We don't want fatigue to lead to our fall. Because pride goes before destruction and a hearty heart before a fall. So here's the good news is that the Lord's stimulus plan provides his power. Send your power, Lord. So the first thing I said is that in God's stimulus plan, y'all waiting on all kind of other plans. I need God's stimulus plan. I need his protection. I need his power. And watch if the, the, the Bible says in the latter portion of verse 1 and, and, and um. In Psalm 46, it says, a very present help in trouble. And I said this earlier, some version says, in a time, in times of trouble. Here's what I want you to know. Scarcity does not negate the supply of the Lord. That's good news, y'all. Y'all know how y'all going to the store and you can't find nothing. Stuff is scarce. But that does not negate the supply of the Lord. Because watch this, provision is both God's plan and his promise for his children. So here's the third thing I want you to know. Somebody put in the comment box, provision, provision. God's stimulus plan includes provision, right? Provision is our portion, especially in the midst of a pandemic. Watch this. The good news is God wants stuff to be scarce on earth so that he can show and manifest his provision in his children. And watch this. Here's the good news. The Lord's provision 
precedes our needs. All right, y'all got to put that in the comment box. The Lord's provision precedes our needs. What do I mean? God prepares our provision well before our needs. That's good news to me, y'all. That, that, this is why Matthew 6 and 8, if you're taking notes, write down Matthew 6 and 8. It says, for your father knows the things you have need of. Watch this before you ask him. And because the Lord knows your need beforehand, he prepares your provision beforehand. That's good news. So some of y'all worrying about, I, 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 would, did God know I was going to lose my job? Did God know he was going to cut my hours? Yes, he did. So he laid up provision for you. That, that, no, no, come on, y'all got to see this. This is why our text says the Lord is a very present help. That means your provision was reserved before your request. That God would think so much about his children before I even make a request to him. He said, I already had your provision reserved for you. So hear this. God knew that jobs were closed, so he reserved your provision. God knew that food would be, be scarce, so he reserved your provision. God knew, watch this, that your rent would still be due, so we reserved your provision. We don't have to wait for Congress to agree on a deal. We don't have to wait for the president to sign legislation. And we don't have to wait for stimulus checks to be deposited in our account because the Lord has reserved my provision. Put that in the comment box, y'all. The Lord has preserved my provision. That, that, that's good news. And watch this, that means, ooh, this is good to me. That means my provision, watch this, is available right now. Somebody say right now. Right now, my provision is available right now. Watch what David would declare. This is why he declared with confidence these words in Psalm 37, 25. If you're taking notes, put in the comment box, Psalm 37, verse 25. The Bible says, I've been, I've been young and now I'm old. Yet I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants some versions say his seed begging for bread. So hear this, your right now provision is released by your right now request. I've got to catch that. The only reason my provision has not been released is because I've not made a right now request. This is why John 14, 13 through 14 declares. This is John chapter 14, verse 13 through 14. And whatever you ask in my name that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Put that in the comment box. He will do it. He'll do it, y'all. So if we're struggling, watch this, to receive our right now provision, then either, watch this, you're not righteous, as David has declared, or you've not made a request. The reason why our, our provision, watch this, has been reserved, has not been released. The Bible says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Maybe you ain't righteous in this season. You're trying to figure out illegal ways to get your provision. And God says, I'll never release it until you become righteous. You, 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 you created other idols in this season. You're not seeking after me. And God has yet to find you righteous, and that's why your provision ain't been released. And matter of fact, if you're righteous, I'm praying about everything else rather than making a request to God. God, make the government send the checks quicker, God. God, God, make this happen, God. God, make my job call me back, and now all we got to do is make a right now request. And our provision will be released unto us. So the question we must ask ourselves in this season of immense need is, can the Lord find you righteous? 
And has the Lord received your request? And watch this. Here's the good news. The magnitude of your need will never negate the manifestation of your provision. Y'all got to catch that. If you're taking notes, I want you to put that in the comment box. The magnitude of my need will never negate the manifestation of your provision. How do I know? How do I know? Philippians chapter 4, verse 19 says this. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. It says, and my God shall supply. That's a promise, y'all. Shall supply. Watch this all. Somebody put that in the comment box. All my needs. And it says, watch this according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. That means our provision is accessed through the abundance of heaven. When I receive provision, it's not coming from an earthly realm. It's coming from the abundance of heaven. And watch this. The abundance of heaven will always meet my need. And watch this. It will always exceed my need. I don't want to be in a position where my need is just met, but I want to be in a, a position where my need is, is exceeded. So when somebody else asks for help, I can give them help because I have more than what I need. I won't, I won't, I don't want my, watch this, and I said this on Wednesday, I don't want no $1,200 check, all right, because that $1,200 check will not keep me. I want the provision of God that exceeds my every need. So when my mama asked me for some money, I got abundance of it. When somebody asked me, I know y'all trying to figure out where to find toilet paper, yeah, come holler at me, because I got an abundance of it. I want that kind of provision. That's good news because that means heaven's resources is always greater than our request. God, send your heaven's resources because whatever we request, God, it'll be greater than our request. The good news is that God's stimulus plan includes our provision. So notice this. As a result of the Lord's stimulus plan, a plan that includes our protection, a plan that includes his and a plan that includes our provision. We are promised, watch what verse 2a says, to not fear. This is why verse 2a of our foundational text says, when I realize this, therefore we will not fear. That means in the midst of what looks like a pandemic, in the midst of what looks like a problem, God's plan is always to give us peace. Listen, I was walking with my family yesterday, y'all. I had a sense of People, I, I go into Publix with my family looking for, for food. Everybody got on gloves. Everybody got on masks. Everybody got on all of this covering and protection. But I was walking around with no gloves, no masks, because I had a sense of peace. I said this earlier. Watch this. Prayer produces peace, but our text reveals so does, so does the Lord's providence. If you're taking notes, I want you to put that down, providence. Providence in the comment box. What do I mean? Verse, verses 2 through 9 reveals that God is yet in control. This is an easy definition of providence. When I see the word providence, it means God is in control. Put that in the comment box. God is in control. That means God's providence in the midst of a pandemic is that God is yet in, a, in control. We should have great peace when I know God is in control. I don't know when it's going to end, but God's in control. I don't know who's going to lose their life, but God is in control. I don't know when I'm going to go back on my job, but I do know God is in control. When I know God is in control, I can have great peace. So that means, watch this, he knew the very dispensing of this virus. 
He knows the destruction of this virus. And he knows the duration of this virus because God is in control. And as verse 8 and 9 reveals in our text, that is, it's God who is in control of the affairs of the earth. It reveals that God is in control of the ceasing of wars. So it is that God is in control even now. Put that in the comment box one more time. God is in control. I, I want to have peace, y'all. I don't want to run around like everybody else. I've got to put this in my spirit. When you wake up, you got to say God is in control. When, when you're trying to figure out where your next meal is coming from, say God is in control. When you don't know if somebody that's close to you contacted, contracted the virus, say God is in control. Because when I can say God is in control, I can have, it gives me great comfort. It gives me great peace. That's, that's good news, y'all. That means God will give us peace. Watch this before his plan. He will give us peace in the midst of his plan. And he will give us peace to keep us until the fulfillment of his plan. Did y'all catch what I just said? When I know that I, maybe God has not released his stimulus plan yet, I can still have peace because he's in control. Once his plan goes into action, I can have peace in the midst of it. And while I'm waiting on this virus to end, I can have peace knowing that God will keep me until his plan is fulfilled because God is in control. And so, but get this, although we know what God's stimulus plan entails, we know when his plan will be enacted, here's the big question. Who is eligible for his plan? That, that's been the big, big thing on the news. Everybody trying to read articles, who going to get this $1,200 check? Who can't get it? Some of y'all who owe um, child support ain't going to get no check. All right? So who's eligible for, for his plan? Who will get heaven's check? I don't care about no earthly check. Who will get heaven's check? And watch this. Who will cash heaven's check? Consider verse 10b and 11 of our foundational text. The last, port, last scriptures in Psalm 46. It says, this is the Lord speaking, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. And watch this, he says, Selah. Our check is contingent upon who praises him. Ooh, Y'all got to catch this. The, the, the way that I'm going to get heaven's check is if God can find me praising him. So the question we got to ask ourselves is, can the Lord find you, watch this, exalting his name in this season? Can the Lord find you giving him thanks in this season? This is why I started before I took my text. I said, worship him wherever you find yourself. Can the Lord find you giving him praise in this season? Because your praise will determine if you're a partaker of his stimulus plan. Y'all got to catch that. Because the problem that we have is we got too many believers crying in this season. We got too many believers complaining in this season. And we got too many believers, watch this, even criticizing God in this season. Yet relief will, will only be released to those that rejoice. The Bible says we got to rejoice in all things. In the bad stuff, we got to rejoice. In the good things, we got to rejoice. In the things, in the cloudy days, we have to yet rejoice. So God is looking down from heaven on earth to see if anyone yet praises him. Can you still give God thanks? God, I, I know that I can't go to work, but I thank you that I'm still alive. God, God, I know that my kids are out of school, but God, thank you, God, that they're safe. God, God, I don't know 
where my next paycheck is going to come from. But God, thank you for the meal that was on my table today. Can God find you giving him praise? God has a stimulus plan that's available to all believers. And the good news is, watch this, his plan will not fail. Y'all know if, 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 if the Senate would have passed the legislation, but the House said no, it would have failed. If the Senate and the House would approve something, but the government, the, um, the president said, I'm not signing off on it, that plan would have failed. But when God institutes a plan, his plans would not fail. He can do all things, watch this, but fail. The plan of protection. There's a plan of his power. There's a plan of provision. There's a plan under his providence. And that plan will always produce us peace. But the only reason, the only way that we will receive this plan, this stimulus plan for our life, is if God can find us giving him praise. Let's go to God in prayer. Father, we thank you. We thank you, God, that you've given us a plan that will not fail. We thank you, God, that as believers, we have access to your plan. Thank you, God, that you'll protect us. God, we ain't got to run around crazy. Yes, we need to use wisdom. Yes, God, we'll wash our hands. Yes, God, we'll watch what we touch. Yes, God, we'll use good sanitation skills, God. But God, you will still yet protect us because we can have a mask, but if that mask is not governed under your protection, it'll do us no good. So thank us, God. Thank you, God, for your protection. Thank you, God, for your provision. God, God in the natural, things may seem scarce but that does not negate your supply. Thank you, God, for the supply, for the abundance of heaven. God, God, use this season where the people of God can be a blessing to those that don't know you. God, thank you, God, that the way church can still be a blessing. We got food, God, and we got an abundance of it. God, even today, God, we may be giving food to people who don't even call your name. But thank you, God, that they'll recognize your supply after the plan. But your plan includes our permission. God, we thank you, God, God, that, that as, as we know, God, that you'll protect us, God, God, as we know, God, that you'll provide for us, God, God, we need your power. God, there's times where we get weak. There's times, God, where we get fatigued in this journey, God. God, this is, the, this is why you said the race is not given to the swift. God, it's a journey, and we do get weary in this journey. We're waiting on your help, God. Today may be easy, God, but tomorrow may not be. So, oh God, for those days where we get weak, God, send your power. We're not too saved, God, to not need your strength. God, we don't need, we don't know too much word, God, to not get weary. God, we don't know the words of prayer so much, God, that we don't need your power. So send your power, Lord. Send your power, Lord, we pray. God, thank you for your providence that you're yet in control. When we know you're in control, God, you'll give us great peace. Let your people walk around in peace. That somebody will know the difference between a believer and an unbeliever. Because we know, God, that you're in control. God, even through this, God, however long it may last, God, we'll praise you. God, whatever we see on the news that, that does not look good, God, we'll yet praise you. God, God, even when it seems like stuff is even getting worse than it did on yesterday, we'll still praise you. But God, we know, God, you can do all things but fail. We love you and adore you. I pray for everyone, God, watching. God, that they'll be recipients of your stimulus plan, we pray. We love you. We adore you. Bless your name. Wherever you may find yourself, give God a hand clap of praise.
Bless his name for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.